Hi everyone and welcome to another podcast slash video interview with Cavell um, in the run-up to our CloudCom Summit uh, European event on the 17th and 18th of March where we'll be going through market trends, industry news and those kind of things. I'm joined today by Jeff Boslam um, from Cisco who's going to talk to us about the latest trends in the UC industry. Would you like to introduce yourself, Jeff? Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me along. Uh, really excited to be joining you uh, both for this podcast and for the event coming up. Uh, my name is Jeff Boslam. I lead the service provider and partner collaboration team at Cisco, uh, covering EMEA, so yeah, Europe, Middle East, and Africa, and uh, have a team, you know, working with our service providers, working with our partners on you know bringing WebEx, bringing WebEx collaboration to the marketplace, and uh, creating uh, compelling customer experiences with that. Fantastic. I mean, that's obviously so vital especially going into this year where we've had a year to deal with the fact that we're now all working from home. Even before we started recording, we were talking about the fact that you're working from home, I'm working from uh, my fake background home, but still my house. Um, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on this whole UC market going into 2021, all the lessons we've learned from last year? What's it looking like? Well, you know, I think um, 2021, more change is what I see. Um, and uh, more change, this time in a good way. You know, I mean, 2020, the change was forced upon us, and we weren't, we weren't given a choice in 2020. It was grab your laptop, grab your mobile phone, head for home. Make it work. Um, yeah. In, yeah, make it work. In, in 2020, the change, you know, that we're all looking forward to. You know, here in the UK, vaccines are very much on the rollout, um, uh, and that means um, the pandemic won't be permanent, Right. Um, and with that, 100% work from home won't be permanent. That's not to say we won't have a lot of people working from home, but the choice will be ours to determine when I work from home and when I go to the office. And that's going to uncover the fact that the solutions we used during the pandemic, during the 100% everyone's at home, uh, won't be permanent either. We're going to see uh, a change in the tool set in the UC and collaboration tools that we use as we head you know, into this next part of uh, our recovery from the pandemic and, and in 2021. And what that's going to kick off um, is going to be the biggest future of work event ever. You know, we've talked about the future of work for some time, um, but certainly what we've seen drive from, you know, 2019 to 2020 and then back out to 2021 um, is going to be like something we've never experienced. And that's all about the safe return to the office. You know, we get the choice to say, I can leave my home environment, I can head back to the office, I want to do that safely. We need to do that uh, within the guidelines set out by the, all the governments of where we, where we operate. Um, and that will that will really drive a, a, a workplace of the future conversation like we've never seen before. Yeah, I you mean, know, it's going to create... I, sorry. I was just going to say, in my head, the only other analogy we have to this shift maybe not in terms of what people are doing, but in terms of where people are. If you look at the start of the Industrial Revolution, sh shifting from small cottage industries into offices, into factories, and now suddenly we're going back to this idea that, you know, your main business being in your house is just the norm, right? And, you know, whatever you make there, that doesn't matter. Um, so it's kind of very, very evocative of massive change that hasn't really been seen for maybe 150 years or so. Agreed. I think um, there's some 
Rubin for studies uh, and analysis in the years to come as to, you know, the, the, the 2019 rolling into 2020, and And we're still yet to see, you know, where we really come out in, you know, the next normal, the new normal, how we want to describe that. What, what I see in 2021 uh, in the first phase of that next normal is we're going to see the creation of a hybrid workplace at a scale that's not happened before. And, and hybrid... Uh, I mean, where we have some people uh, in the office and yep. some people at home. We're going to see an environment where every meeting has a remote participant. That's not going away. Uh, but that being said, nearly every meeting will have an office participant as well. And that split might be 10% in the office, 90% remote. 90% in the office, 10% remote. It'll be different for every organisation, um, every demographic, every country. Um, but what we do know is that everyone's going to have the need for a hybrid workplace like they've not before. And, um, you know, as we move uh, to that hybrid workplace, you know, there's a, a couple of key trends, I think, that we're going to tease out um, of that that we'll all need to look at on how do we, how do we um, thrive in a, in a hybrid workplace. And that is, firstly, how do I enable a safe return to the office? Mm -hmm. Plain and simple, what does it look like to safely get back into the office? Yeah. Uh, secondly, when I've got some people back in the office, what do I do to empower the home worker, to empower the remote worker, right? Mm -hmm. It'll be a completely different experience when you've got a hybrid than what we've had before. And we know that we've learned some lessons about working from home. Um, and then there's also going to be, you know, how do we enhance that journey in between? I mean, I'm looking forward yeah. to the day I get to take a call on the back of a cab or have to respond to a message on a train or, or you know, have that blend of my work environment. So I think they're the three big um, uh, themes we're going to see around I need to empower each one of those to create a, a truly fantastic hybrid workplace. Yeah, and I think that is, that is where we're coming to in terms of this, like, it, it really shouldn't matter where you are to get that communication working. And, like... You know, you can note the difference between being on a call and there's a few seconds of delay. You know, you say something, the person at home tries to respond, someone's already talking over them, you know, and, and, and that friction is really what needs to be tackled. Because if we can't handle that, then you're never going to feel comfortable dialing into a meeting. It's always going to be, well, if you come in face to face, it'll be easier to, you know, get that free flow of ideas, especially you know, some industries, especially like creative, are all like, well, if we don't, we don't get a free, free flow of ideas, then we can't have our meetings, you know, and suddenly people are going to be, you know, pushed into coming back in for meetings and those kind of things when really they shouldn't need to. I mean, you know, it shouldn't matter where you are to join a meeting and talk to your colleagues in a, a comfortable way. Um, yeah, I think you just highlighted one of our learns from this year, and, uh, yeah. and that is the, the, the meeting fatigue you know, caused by simple things like poor audio and video, right? Yep. If the audio and video hasn't been crisp, um, you know, you, you've it's driven significant meeting fatigue. People just worn out by the fact. Um, I, I love the word friction you talked about, the friction in the interactions. If we can't make them smooth and seamless yeah. for our That's remote workers, um, uh, then, we're, then we're treating them like second-class citizens. They're not getting the same experience. And, and key to that is not just making them friction, but giving them access to all the same tools I've got in the office. Yeah. You know, if, if the person in the office has the whiteboard, but I don't at home, 
or that I'm creating friction. So um, as we as we move to the hybrid uh, workplace, uh, empowering the home worker, empowering the remote worker to remove, you know, those things we just talked about is going to be critically important. Yeah, and I mean, I guess you have to think about that tapestry of different communication products and how they fit together, as well as new solutions for collaboration, communication that you build into the very applications you're using so that, it's not that that screen share where one person is typing and you know, no one else can input. It has to be a more sort of ex fluid exchange of dynamics. Yeah, indeed. I think that's um, going to require us uh, to redesign our workplace you know, okay. to create that. Um, you know, when we head back to the office, uh, first thing we're going to realise um, yeah, that most meeting rooms don't have any video. Right. Yeah, I mean, you go into a meeting room and they don't have your video. Now, if three people are in that meeting room and all three of you are working off a laptop and you're not sharing the meeting room space, you actually haven't brought the meeting room to life. So we're going to really need to think about when we redesign our workplace, how do we video enable every meeting room? Right. That's, a, that's the, the first thing we're going to need to do. Um, we're going to need to uh, enhance that meeting space, right, to have... A broader range of collaboration so you know um the whiteboard has to go digital you know, no longer yeah. is it good enough that i can you know uh have three people join me with some whiteboard markers take a photo of it to digitize it later on if in every meeting i've got someone's working from home so there'll be uh, a number of, of those the camera at it and uh, <laughs> hope that yeah, they can correct. get from distance like that doesn't that doesn't work functionally and they'll always feel awkward about the experience like it would have been better if i had come in you know. Correct, correct. And then that um, goes to the second thing we're going to need to do in, in that we've not invested in the home experience. Well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, broadly speaking, we haven't invested in the home experience. Yeah. There are some of us, um, if you're lucky enough to use uh, work for Cisco to have a WebEx device on my desk, uh, yeah. or those customers that are invested with us you know, in a hybrid work environment prior to the pandemic have um, devices you know, at their at the disposal of the users at home to enhance yep. that experience, to bring the rich audio and video to stop the meeting fatigue, to to bring the whiteboarding, to um, create seamless interactions, to remove the friction. So I think that the second thing we're going to need to do is invest in the home worker. It's not just good enough to send them home with their mobile phone and their laptop and yeah, say, sure. make do. It's going to need to become a considered part of the hybrid workplace. Yeah, I mean, and our research from last year definitely reflects that as well. If you look at the number of people who are offering services like, you know, network devices, laptops and things like that to their employees, and then you ask people again in 2021 and you're like, well, how many of you are doing that now? How many said you were going to do it last year? I think we're going to see a massive uptick in that. Now, it won't be for everyone because obviously lots of businesses are small. They can't afford the massive solutions, but there are little bits of these platforms I know Cisco is doing bits that slot in at the home worker level and will fit in with more home workers just to bring them into that that environment. So people shouldn't be put off maybe by, you know, the daunting task of what might lie behind enabling the home workers with technology is kind of what I mean by that, is that solutions are being made that will fit them. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, the thing is, is that there is, a, there is a solution, you know, there for the secure remote worker that, that brings the level of security and management that the business needs to ensure that the workplace um, uh, is uh, secure, uh, has the 
the collaboration tools to enhance the workplace to ensure that the, the user gets the right experience and, and as particularly the, the remote participant back in the office this time gets the, a good engagement from those working from home. So I think, um, yeah, solutions exist. Uh, you know, got the luxury of using one right now. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And I mean, I just, I think, and maybe this is something in terms of trends that, you know, previously it became acceptable for companies to pay for your mobile phone or pay for your contract if you were using your own mobile phone. And really what we're going to start seeing is that shift where even though it's your house, companies are going to start stepping in a bit more and it's going to be part of the competitive package and attitude. Well, you know, come and work for us. We also pay for your, you know, webcam and your desktop microphone and your internet every month and, you know, all those little yeah. things that make the home working experience good. The same, the same way we looked at the internet back in the 90s, you know, when, you know, if you were good enough, if you were looking forward to an organisation that paid for your internet at home, um, you know, now it's going to be, I'm going to give you the remote, um, yeah. secure remote worker at home package. It's, it's yeah. more than just an internet link and a laptop. It's going to be, you know, the, the security that I need. It's going to be the WebEx device that I need to enhance. Uh, they're going to bring all of that as a, as a differentiator, uh, both in terms of driving the productivity, but also, you know, uh, attracting and retaining uh, talent. Yeah, yeah. One of the things we've noted and I've spoken to a few people about is the idea that lots of people have actually moved houses um, during this to be somewhere with more greenery and internet connectivity was the only criteria. Um, and those people aren't going to come back to an hour a day commute. So, you know, if you want to hire talent, the idea that they're going to be in your office all the time, there's probably going to be a clause in those contracts that says how many days you can work from home a day, a week um, or a month. And there's probably going to be those riders of, well, we'll also give you this and get you set up with that. And you'll need a VPN box and, and all those little bits. So that's kind of like a good vision of what the future of a home worker looks like. Um, and then how that ties into the office. Um, I guess the next question is kind of like, if that's where we're going, has anything that you've experienced in the past year or two, like really just hammered home, like what you needed to take away, like the hard lessons from from what we've been going through? Um, I think the first hard lesson you already called out, which is the meeting fatigue bit, which is the need to enhance the experience to make it um, uh, really successful to, to give someone uh, the best possible working environment. So I think that's kind of lesson number one. Yeah. Um, uh, lesson number two, again, quite obvious, but really does need to be called out in that those that, when, on, when everyone moved home, moved to, to work from home, it's those that had um, already started down a cloud journey or were cloud savvy, they were able to survive the fastest. They were yeah. able to get their employees productive as quickly as possible uh, to get into what you know, we, we should call the survive mode of the of the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, sure. What I think the learn there is, is as we head into 2021, uh, as we look to get to thrive, right, as we move to the next phase, as those who continue to embrace cloud are going to get to thrive faster. So I think cloud is going to be critically important to give us the speed that we need to move at. I think that needs to be... Uh, tempered with another learning, uh, and that is uh, trust is really important, right, when, when you're putting everyone work from home. And some of that is culturally within the organisation. We need to trust our, our employees, um, uh, you know, and trust that they're going to do the right things and have different ways of checking in. But we need to 
trust the technology. Yeah, I mean, we need to be able to ensure that it's secure when it's at home. So therefore, how do I do that? Um, how do I ensure that I have the right level of privacy? If I'm going to be having business conversations on this that are either personal or, or um, intellectual property or, you know, have yeah. a, a need for, you know, high levels of privacy, I need to be able to trust that I have the privacy. Uh, if I'm moving from having, you know, one head office in the UK and 10 satellite offices to having 300 offices because I've got 300 people working from home, yeah, exactly. I need to have a management platform that allows me to have a single pane of glass across that. So that's going to be really important. And then how I gain insights. So I think that that what I'll put into the, the trust, security, privacy, management insights wrapper is going to be critically important that as we expand the hybrid workplace, we continue to deliver on all of those things to, um, to make people comfortable in collaborating uh, on the platform. Yeah, I think trust is a very interesting point there for me because... Really, it comes down to everything that unless you have confidence that the platform will make it an easy experience, like just in the back of your brain, you don't go through with it. So you think, I could just call this person about that. But if you know the platform might not work, you just don't even, you don't even think about it. You just send an email. So really, it is investing in those platforms that not only keep us secure, but make it so that confidence in the platform is taken as a second, uh, you know, as a given. You know, obviously, my platform is going to work. Obviously, I can call that person if I need to. It's going to be easy. It's it's going to function. And I know that it's going to secure me in the way I need to. And when you have that confidence, then then the communication starts to get more, more natural. Um, and I guess that is maybe how people need to stay connected in the future. Um, how do we, like, connect to our customers? It needs to be that natural level of communication where it doesn't feel like there's a gap between us even though we're remote? Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, we talked about the the staying connected into the future, being about this hybrid workplace and, and yeah. about this workplace of the future that's, that is going to be bigger than we've ever seen in terms of the transition um, that we're having. I think we're, we're, we've got to understand that it's, that it's bringing the software and the hardware together that you're going to need to, to create these. And, you know, with WebEx, you know, you know, we embed into every device, every WebEx device, every piece of WebEx cloud software. Um, we design it for a desire for people to thrive um, when faced with distance, yeah. right? So, you know, when we look to how we're going to communicate in the future, you know, we need to bring our, our hardware and our software together to really thrive with distance in mind. So and I think that's a critical component in the thinking of how we, how we bring these together. Um, and I think 2020... Sorry, 2021, you know, we, we talked at the beginning is going to deliver more change. Yeah. That's okay because with that change, it's going to deliver us more choice and it's going to create uh, new work styles, this new hybrid workplace. Um, uh, but it doesn't have to be hard. As we, yeah. as we look into 2021, it doesn't have to be hard. You know, uh, you know with WebEx, we're here to support uh, all of our customers, you know, on that workplace transition, on that uh, transition to a hybrid workplace uh, and to the workplace of the future. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a good message to take away is that it really shouldn't be hard. We've reached the point where you've got cloud systems, we've got good distribution networks for the hardware that goes with them, we've got central management. I know Cisco is building a lot of intelligence into the back end of their portal and, and building those pains that customers and companies can manage these things easily. You know, it, it doesn't need to be the struggle that digital transformation was in the past. And I think that's a good that's a good learning to take away because one of the things 
the pandemic has taught us is that we are actually very good at scaling things in the cloud and you know transforming things digitally as long as we put a bit of trust in the system and build it you know with modern technology instead of relying on legacy hardware um so i guess you know just looking at the time you know are there any like final thoughts you'd like our listeners to take away um from cisco on this topic or Oh, no, I think, uh, firstly, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, second, I'm really looking forward to joining you at the event uh, mm-hmm. and having a chance to to unpick this conversation in a little more depth with you. I'm really, really excited. Uh, I know Cisco is really, really excited about the opportunity of 2021 to drive change, to drive choice, and to create a hybrid workplace of the future. Uh, exciting times for all. And uh, thanks for having me along. No, it's been fantastic. I love these sort of conversations. Um, So obviously, as um, Jeff mentioned, we're coming into our event on the 17th and 18th of March. Cisco will be there speaking as well. Um, I'll be there. All the Cavell team will be there. So come along for more insights like this conversation. If you're interested in UC, which you probably are, if you've listened to the end of this, then it'll be a great time and you'll hear some really good things about what 2021 is going to bring to this market. So thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you soon.